This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, NARA and Veterans Affairs are teaming up to verify the military service of those claiming benefits. VA smoking ban at medical facilities now extends to its employees, something their union is not happy about. And five people are indicted for stealing the identities of veterans and current service members. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The National Archives and Records Administration is combing through its files to help the Veterans Affairs Department verify benefits claims for Vietnam War veterans. Later this month, NARA will digitize more than 20 million images from Navy and Coast Guard deck logs. The VA can then use those ship records to verify the military service of people seeking benefits. NARA will also make those ship records available to the public at archives.gov. No more smoking for employees at Veterans Affairs. VA says starting in October, its relatively new policy of restricting smoking by patients, visitors, volunteers, contractors, and vendors will also include VA employees at its healthcare facilities. VA says it wants to guarantee a fully smoke-free environment. That new policy is drawing ire of the union that represents most of the agency's employees. The American Federation of Government Employees is grieving VA's new smoking policy. AFGE says the department violated a 2008 agreement that set up designated smoking areas for employees at VA's healthcare facilities. The union says the new smoking ban violates portions of its collective bargaining agreement. It's asking VA to rescind the smoking policy for AFGE bargaining employees. Five people are charged with identity theft and fraud targeting service members and veterans. The Justice Department says one of them was an employee with the Army, in which he stole thousands of military members' personal information, which he then gave to the other members of the scheme. DOJ, the Pentagon, and VA are working together to notify service members and vets affected. There's a new executive in charge of privacy and transparency at the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Benjamin Hubner takes over for Alex Joel as ODNI's new Chief of the Office of Civil Liberties, Privacy and Transparency and Chief Transparency Officer. Hubner comes to ODNI after serving in a similar role for the CIA. He previously also served as Counsel for Intelligence to the Assistant Attorney General for National Security at the Department of Justice. Joel left ODNI in June and held the Privacy, Civil Liberties, and Transparency position since 2005. The chief of the U.S. Park Police is leaving his agency. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Chief Robert McLean told his staff yesterday he'll depart for a law enforcement job elsewhere in the Interior Department. The departure was first reported by Fox 5 DC. McLean spent 26 years on the Park Police, six of them as chief. In November of 2017, Park Police officers shot and killed a man just off the GW Memorial Parkway in a case McLean turned over to the FBI but has never been fully explained. I'm Tom Temin. After a year and a half fight with Congress to keep it open, the EPA has closed its Large Lakes Research Station in Groziel, Michigan. About 20 emergency response employees will relocate on Monday to the agency's Vehicle Emission Testing Lab in Ann Arbor. The EPA expects to save more than half a million dollars each year by consolidating these facilities. The Trump administration is calling the initial pilot of its federal cybersecurity reskilling academy a success. 
Most students in the Academy's first cohort earned two cybersecurity certifications. They graduated in July. The cohort had the highest success rate of any group that's completed the cyber training program from the SANS Institute. Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent says the CIO Council is exploring ways to place new reskilling graduates on cyber details or in other similar positions throughout government. The Census Bureau is getting a new cybersecurity executive just in time for the 2020 count. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Bo Hauser is leaving the Small Business Administration to join the Census Bureau as its Chief Information Security Officer. Hauser will start his new position in mid-September. He spent almost two years at SBA shoring up the agency's technology network and systems and leading innovative approaches to cybersecurity in the cloud. Hauser replaces Jeff Ruland, who retired last September. Jeff Harris, SBA's Director of Security Operations, will be the acting CISO until the agency hires a new permanent executive. I'm Jason Miller. Acting Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy says the next 18 to 24 months are critical to the modernization of the service. He says the Army will be working with a lot of prototypes that will need the patience and support of leadership even when they fail. The Army is investing in 31 new systems to modernize the service. Those weapons will take up to 80% of the Army's science and technology budget and will account for more than half of the procurement budget by 2025. Space is becoming a more contested area, so the military is reorganizing in response. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. U.S. Space Command will be up and running next week. That's according to Vice President Mike Pence, who spoke to the National Space Council on Tuesday. The command will be in charge of operations and exercises in space. The command will also bring together space experts from all the military services to maintain U.S. interests in the domain. Air Force General Jay Raymond is nominated to lead the command. It's still unclear on where the headquarters will be based. However, the command has components in both Colorado and California. I'm Scott Massioni. The agency that administers the Thrift Savings Plan is moving on to the next stage of the procurement process for a new record-keeping vendor. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board submitted a final request for proposals to minimally qualified vendors. The vendor will manage the people, processes, and systems the agency uses to provide customer services to see... To provide customer services to TSP participants, records in this system will implement identity, credential, and access management capabilities at the FRTIB. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 